Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore dnd. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow. More information to come at the break. Now let's hit that intro music and start the show! Last time on the wild cards, the party had just finished combat and was moving down into the pit. They began to move down the spiral, slowly beginning to realize the depth of this ramp. At the bottom, they found a small platform and a door. Cautiously, they opened it and thanked that they had not charged through it, for the door revealed a drop into the harbor 150 feet below. Momentarily worried for the dragonborn, they soon found a hidden door deeper into the rock. Thanks to a spell from Alexander, Gothrak, Taz, and Jacques were able to gain a short rest in only 10 minutes. Afterward, they trudged on. They moved through the tunnel, encountering no one else. They also discovered a number of small side tunnels running through the rock. Eventually, Alexander spotted another section of fake rock. They moved it to the side and found three dwarves taking a break from their guard duties. Combat was a breeze for the large party, even with one of the dwarves riding a giant goat mount. Keeping one of them alive, they began to question him for information. Again, Liberté suggested the dwarf to help them, and he seemed to oblige. The dwarf gave the party information on Baelnor, as well as a possible secret entrance. The party followed the advice of the dwarf and found the secret entrance after getting their first glimpse of Mendwalis far off in the distance. The tunnels were dark and full of strange lights and plants. However, the party persevered. As they began to get deeper into the tunnel, a foul smell began to assault their noses. Following the smell, they eventually came upon a rather filthy cavern. As Taz found a pile of corpses on the far side of that cavern, a number of white, scaly creatures moved into attack. And that is where we are picking up. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. The Dragonborn are behind all of you for the record. So I'm going to get their tokens in here too. And look at all of us remembering to click our tokens first. Jumping into combat, Vesper, you are first. And as you begin your turn, looking at all these creatures running up towards Taz and the specter in front of you, there's that knot at the base of your skull begins to throb again, much like it did when you saw the plants. And something seems off about them to you. They're too pale. Their eyes are almost glossed over with film. You're not sure how you know it or even why you know it, 
but instinctively you're pretty sure that these creatures do not like sunlight. And that is at the start of your turn. Now you can take your turn. Josh, where are they in the initiative order? You don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to run ahead behind, unfortunately, the specter here. Do any of you have any lights or something? And I'm going to take the javelin that Gothrak gave me, and I'm going to chuck it at the first one here. All right. Go for it. Please go well. I did not put it into my sheet, so... It would be strength plus proficiency. Thirteen. That misses, unfortunately. You chuck the javelin, but the specter is putting you off just a little bit. As you actually run up, it turns and looks at you, and you have to avoid your eyes to not look straight into its face, and you just miss. Dude. So there's a there's a javelin stuck in the ground over here. You have to hold it further back, not that far ahead. It's not a dagger. All right, all right, all right. Um, I get a second one, right? Yes, you yes, do. Yes, I gave you two. Gave me two, thank you. 16. That does hit. Yes. So th- this time you kind of move to the side. The specter's not in front of you. Line it up. Throw it. And it kind of sticks in its stomach for five points of piercing. See? Back half of the haft, not the front. Okay, okay. Back, back. All right. That brings us to Liberté. Okay. Um, bonus action to turn on my boots. Uh, okay. I will move up. What, I guess that's 15 feet to see how many of them there are. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, let's see, that was 15 feet. I want to get in a slightly better view, so I'll use 10 more feet to move up. Can't quite tell. Alright, uh, how do I measure out a fireball here, Josh? Go ahead and make an intelligence check for me, Liberté. Oh, whether or not the stinkiness will explode? Just go ahead and make an intelligence uh, check for me. I'm looking for that button. Oh, it's such a little button. 19. Okay. There is a little bit of a concern in your mind about the potential filth in the general area catching on fire. However, also looking at this general cavern, you're not sure if it's sturdy enough to stand up to a fireball. Ah. Okay. And there's a chance it could, and it probably would, but it would still be a chance. It would still be a risk. Well, that's a shame. Okay. I've just got to be boring then, I guess. Um, Woo. Yeah. Um, I think I'll... You're also very lucky you rolled well on that intelligence check. (laughs) Uh, I will, I guess, just chromatic orb the one in the front. Okay, go for it. Uh, uh One. Sure, it does the right stuff. I only got a 14. 14 barely hits. All right. Um, I think it rolled right. One, two, three, 
No, I don't think it did. Yeah, that's still wrong, though. Uh, no, that's right. I'm sorry. That's right. Yep, 18. That's correct. Okay. I was going to say, it looks right, because it's adding your charisma and all that. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, your... Um, yeah, your, your charisma. It is charisma, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so uh, just the one in the front. 18 damage. Okay, double-checking. Okay. Yep. Uh, that one in the front now looks badly burnt and scarred. And the... The javelin that's kind of sticking in its stomach is just red hot with flames. Uh, that brings us to Taz. Yeah, if that one is badly hurt from one chromatic orb. Mm. Sorry, I was thinking of casting Hunger of Hadar. But... I don't know how that works with the tunnels and stuff. I don't think it can catch all of them because of the uh, the rock walls. So I will just then hex pink. Uh, actually. I'm going to use Hexblade's Curse, so since I got that back with the short rest. Okay. And I'll cast Eldritch Blast on it. Uh, you, you fired off, but it's just moving a little too quick for you. Yep. And the second one is a 26 for 9 damage. Yes, that does hit. Okay, and then... I guess then I will shimmy back before Vesper yells at me, even though I have more hit points than her right now. And end my turn. Alright, Alexander. Okay, so me and my little torch are going to move up so I can see. Oh, that's a bit of a situation. Um how big this is. Hang on. You could try waving your torch at them. I'll consider it, but I also don't want to get killed because I'm wrong. So, <laughs> um, I need a 20 foot measure. You doing um, fairy fire? Yeah. Right, I'll draw a shape for you here. Appreciate it. I think I just missed the one at the bottom, but I could be wrong. Right, that's how big it is. Let me start dragging it around here. Okay, so you could get those four. You could get those four. Or you could, like, try to get, like, whoops. Or you could try to get, like, the three towards the bottom. Or some combination of the two at the very top up here. Um... Hmm. Would it be an action to, like, put the torch on the ground or throw it out to sort of maybe lure them to it? Or um, I, would, I would say you could throw it as a free action, but I would make you make a dex check to see how well you threw it. Where, where would okay. you try to throw it? Well, uh, could I move the... Could I possibly move the um, the 
cube back to here for the fairy fire. So just a couple steps in front of me and then hold the spell. And then when they're all closer together, potentially on top of the torch, then I could trigger it. So then I get more of them because they're going to yep, funnel you... down into this way. So I want to just use that space. Yep. You, you could certainly do that. Okay, cool. So I'll throw the torch, then I'll step back and I'll hold the spell. And as soon as I have more of them in it, then I'll I'll cast it. Okay, do you want it there or do you want it moved somewhere else? Down, probably just one more. So, or just a little bit more, but I can't move it. So, yeah, yep. there you go. All right. So just cover that whole area. Um, okay. I guess I'll put just that let- there. And yep, just let I'll... me know when you want to release it. But yep. uh, as a note, if you don't, use it before the end of your turn, the spell is lost, and the spell slot yep. is lost. So. No worries. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Kirax, who is back here behind you all. He will move up, and he can see what is going on. Uh, so he will shoot a firebolt at that first one. Hey, natural 20 for Kyrax. Nice. So, Alexander, yeah. as, as you look up, take a, take a quick uh, glance around, throw the torch, and then uh, cast a spell and kind of sh- shoot back. As soon as you turn your head, whoosh, there's a, just an orange-red blur that runs by and just explodes the front of this first troglodyte. Oh, I'm not sure if I liked that. <clears throat> Uh, that's his turn. Gothrak. Okay. Uh, Gothrak's going to go ahead and... Three, five... Yeah. Um, he is going to run here. As he does so, uh, first strike Reckless against uh, Bitch Tits here. As he's passing by. Against... Uh, against yellow. Okay. Uh, yellow would get an attack of opportunity against you. That's fine. Uh, 17 does hit, so, ye- so yellow takes 7 points of slashing. And then... It swipes out with a claw with- at you, Gothrak. Uh, that is an 8 to hit. Uh, Gothrak just so parries misses. it. He gets advantage on that. Because I'm using reckless. Is it on your attack? Yeah. If, if you were going reckless against yellow, then he would get it on you back. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Like that's oh, it did. Yeah. Twenty-three. Uh, did you say that you were raging or not raging? Uh, no, he's not raging. Uh, hold on one second. Let me look at something real quick. I, I almost have it. I'm sorry. Attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. Okay, so yeah, that would have activated them. Yeah. My DM side was curious. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so that's <laughs> no worries. Maybe... So, Gothrak, uh, you, you you swing Mr. Cleavy and, and get the troglodyte in its shoulder, but as a retaliatory strike, you do get a little too close, and it's able to get you across the stomach with its claw. It slashes you for three points of slashing, as well as four points of acid. Got it. Ick. I'm saying that. <laughs> Gothrak is not yelling. In Whoa. fact, he's deadly silent. Um, he's going to go in on this one. That is unusual. 
Okay. Natural 20. Let me roll the other D10. Nice. You might take him out. Uh, very close. You 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 uh, hit his um, this one's uh, leg so hard you nearly chop the leg off. Blood just just starts to pour out. It is barely standing. As he looks at this one, doesn't say a word, doesn't roar, just stabs backward with Mister Clobber right in, uh, at its teeth. At uh, blue or pink? Sorry, pink. Stabbing backwards. At pink. Okay. Basically, just okay. Got this, dude. Yep. Yep. So you you bring the the butt end around and just whack it across the head, and it falls over, slumped against the wall of the cave. The dragonborns turns. They don't have ranged weapons, so they are going to stand sentinel behind you all and keep watch. Uh, that does bring us to the troglodytes. Finally. All right. Uh, so these two are going to rush up to you, Gothrak. Step in the square. Uh, this one <laughs> is going to rush here. Let me double check their movement speed. Okay. Can this one get there? Yes, he can. Uh, that one can get there. And the orange one is going to dash. So the orange one cannot attack, but it does get up to the Spectre and Vesper. God right. damn it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, did, within 10 feet of me? did any of those pass within 10 feet? No, they would have been above up here. Um, Alexander, I would say that um, the orange, purple, and yellow were all moving through that box. So as they were moving through, you could release the spell as I'll they were moving. I'll release the spell. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm. That's that's not that's that's how it works. Okay. No, so as, yeah. As you see them enter the space, you release the spell. All right. Let me make. Uh, Richard is a DC of sixteen. All righty. Because they are super dexterous guys. While you're doing that, I'll make my uh, reaction attack against. Uh green for moving into my combat range because of polar master yeah suck it random enemy oh. <laughs> uh, okay let me reread that real quick just to make sure I, un un I understand it okay yep go ahead all right yeah all three of them failed so all you have advantage on all of them Ooh, i think i've done in two sessions let's go Oh. <laughs> and it's just casting fairy fire. <laughs> 24 to hit, 14 damage on green. Oh yeah. Yep, that hits. If you guys hadn't noticed yet, I would, did not design this encounter to be very hard. <laughs> well, we're right. taking it seriously anyway. <laughs> All right. However, the one kind of awesome part for me is that troglodytes get three mm. attacks each. So, Gothrak, you're getting nine attacks. The Spectre is getting six. Advantage, yep. No. Not the Inspector. Take Vesper instead. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, Gothrak, you're going to get three bites and six claws. We're all with advantage. Let's see how they do. How many nat 20s can we get? Uh, 21. That hits. hits. I got it. 
Yeah, I'm just going to count so I can do the D4s at the end. That misses terribly. And there's a 20. Yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and roll it here. So, so far you've taken 12 plus 3d4. 18 points of slashing and acid damage, Gothrak. Got it. Now here are the six claws. That crit was really depressing. A little bit. They don't do much damage. 16 to hit. Hits. Alright, one. 23. 10 claws. <laughs> 14. I don't think that hits you. 14 does not hit. I think your AC is 16, right? AC 15. Oh, 15. I was close. Another 19. All right. 23 hits. All right. So that's four attacks. Three of hit. 23 again. Oh, my gosh. And last one. 20. Got okay. Right. Unconscious. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn. As he drops Which... to the ground... Wait, hold hold on, hold on, Gothrak. Yeah. How early in that did you drop? Just that. Be because for each one of those, you would have been taking acid on top. Okay, uh, give me so, the acid. Yeah, so uh, go, go back to what you were a second ago. So, so like, like, um, okay, you were at 10, af 10 after the bites? Uh, no, I was at, hold on. I gotta recalculate because I was. Uh, hold on. One. Six is nine. And then three is twelve. Four is. Ten. Sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without the acid, I was at twenty-two. Yeah, okay. So the first one did six slashing and four acid. So that's ten right there. Uh, hold on. Got it. Okay. One, well, one of these might get to... Oh, man. This is going to be close, people. All right. It's not going to be to his max hit points. Yeah, but if he goes down, then all it's it takes is two attacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't planning on using this, but I'm going to have to. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to do math here. Okay, yeah, this, the 16 did hit you, the 23 hit you. So the next one was three slashing and two, so a total of five. Next one missed. Next one was three slashing and one acid. Got it. So you're down to four, right? Three. Three. Okay. So that that slashing, so so the the second to last claw put you down, and then the second one gave you two death saves. So you currently have two fails and are bleeding out. But that is the end of those troglodytes' turns. Well, hold on. As oh, he fuck. goes down, uh, oh yeah, that's right. You know yeah, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, describe it. Describe it. I'm not gonna use it. He's not gonna use it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you all see on. these, yeah. You you see these three troglodytes just run us up to Gothrak, and with a flurry of bites and claws, 
basically just start to strip away his flesh and almost try to start eating him in the process. Gothrak is down, unconscious, and as he is down, you do see one of them strike into him. So you do all know that something is very, very bad with Gothrak at the moment. Okay, that brings us to the other two that can attack. Now it's serious. All right, so Taz, these are all against the Spectre. Not with advantage. Because that advantage is what screwed you. 11 to hit. Mm, Miss. 9 to hit. Miss. All right, four claws, and then we're done. Ten. Natural one. These numbers are much better. Another natural one. Uh, I'll wait. One, two, three. Uh, Ignore the 14. I clicked it too many times. So all of those missed the specter. Okay. That is all of the troglodytes. They are done. Vesper, please make a perception check for me. I will do that. Yes. Eleven. Okay. As you see Gothrak go down in the distance, your natural instinct to heal kicks in. And through that, you hear monotonous buzzing sound coming from the right. And you look over. There's a bunch of bees. No, not the bees. Nice. Uh, Close. You see a bunch of flying creatures that kind of resemble insects, but they are very grotesque looking. Sturges? Not the bees. I, I would yeah. say that basi- basically only only Vesper sees and hears them at the moment. Everyone else is too far back down the cave. Because we're all cowards. Oh. <laughs> bees, I know what I, I am. Guess, guys, there's bees. And unfortunately, Vesper, you and the um, Spectre are all that they can reach with their ah. movement. All right. Well, I guess we're about to see him. Ain't that just the way? Um. It is what it is. So give me a second here. I'm going to move them all to the front so they can actually kind of hover around everything. I'm basically just going to put them on top of everything right here. Time to find some AoE spells I don't have. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, We are getting six attacks. Three on Vesper, three on the Spectre. And I can now move the Sturgis to the turn order. Because they just happen to roll side by side, which is super fun for me, you know. Just makes it easy. I I guess I get Sentinel for at least one of them. Oh, the Spectre's there. Yes, that is correct. Thank you. That's what happens when you pull up the character sheet and are looking at the map. Okay. Uh, first three are on you, Vesper. Then we'll go with three on the Spectre. 17 to hit. Uh, miss. Okay. The first one comes for your neck, Vesper, and you just swat it away. Second That's one. That's an intimidating name for an attack. Blood drain. Natural one. 
Third one. Ten. So all of them miss Vesper. And three on the Spectre. Eighteen to hit. Ouch. What <laughs> kind of what kind of damage is that? Piercing? Piercing. So it would be half. So it takes three points of piercing damage. And you actually see the Spectre attach to the neck of the Spectre. And it's just kind of like sucking on its neck. Uh, 20 to hit. So two damage. So yep, five two piercing. Total. 19. It hit the Spectre all three times. What the heck? He's lost uh, right so now. another another two points of piercing. So seven in total off of his total right now of 15. Yep. And you better hope they're not there when they come back around. He's tanked uh, a lot of hits to consider though. Vesper, you, you swing out at one of the Sturges that, uh, or you actually swing out at the Sturge that's on the neck of the Spectre, but it grosses you out a little too much and you just miss it. 13 does not hit. They're like mutant mosquitoes, I guess, guys? Yeah, oh. they're pretty grotesque. But that ends the Sturges turn and the Troclotites, all the enemies. Taz, you are up. Or, sorry, the Spectre is up. He was, like, surrounded and covered in these Sturges. Yeah. I'm gonna have him go after yeah. Yellow. Okay. 26 for 15 Necrotic. Nice. And he has to make He's a really competition check. Okay. He's incorporeal. He has no weight. Science. Well, then he's doing way more than he's way. <laughs> Twelve. Oh, shit. Okay, they saved. Okay. Anything else for the Spectre? <laughs> um. No, I, I had before the Sturges, I was thinking of going through yellow so that you know vesper can get some advantage but i think i can't now with all of these swarms there they're just going to be right on top of vesper um so i guess that's it he'll just sit tight and suck it up okay jacques uh damn i wasn't expecting the bees <laughs> um gonna move forward Oh, that's weird. 20 feet. I'm gonna move. Can I move right here? Yep. Uh, you move into into that space, Jacques. There's a Sturge kind of flapping right above you, and you have to try to, like, swat it and get it away from you. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, yellow uh, Alexander. If to, uh, uh, Alexander, could you get Gothic up? And I'm going to cast Spirit. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna cast uh, Spirit Guardians. Okay. Ooh. And that's like a spirit garden is 15 feet. So. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll just make sure it's 15 feet from you. Uh, I'll get an old... in there. Yeah. I'm going to get a, a thing for you here. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn, or it starts its turn there. Okay, so nothing yeah, happens totally. until it starts their turn. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's their turn. Yeah. All right. 
Anything else as a bonus, Jacques? Uh, I can't cast another spell. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything. Yeah, I don't have anything. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Lunave. She is back here. She's going to rush up. And it's going to hit the Sturge above your head, Jacques. Or it's going to try to, at least. Alright. I mean, I could use another scar on my head, you know. Natural 20! <laughs> Let's um, go, NPCs. Oh, man. It's about time. No, she's, she's not <laughs> going to use it. Even though it would be double dice, she's not going to spend a smite on a little Sturge. Uh, here's her second it's attack. NPC thing to do. Next, the DM's controlling them. Um, in two swings, you see Lunave take out a couple of legs and then just slice off both of its wings, and that Sturge falls to the ground. They don't look very hardy. And she will kind of back out of the way so people can get through. Uh, but that brings us back to the top of the round. Vesper! These weird little mosquitoes are grossing me out, but... I'm kind of more worried about stupid head down there. So there, there's mosquitoes all around you, and this specter is right next to you. How are you even gonna get to stupid head? Oh wait, you have teleporting. Never mind. No, I don't. Taz. Can, yeah. Can I step through your thing? It's good. <laughs> what do you mean, my thing? I'm going to try and step through the specter. Okay. I, I will say that even if you try to step through the specter, you can't get through the troglodytes, and you can't occupy the same space as the specter. Damn it. Can right. I try and attack yellow? You could attack orange. Um, I, I would say you could, like, get between the specter and orange and attack yellow. Yeah. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Especially yeah, since it's that. a specter, that's fine. Well, yeah, technically the specter counts as difficult terrain. Okay, so there, there you go. You would spend 10 feet of movement to get okay. through it. That's fine, that's fine. I'm going to attack yellow with advantage. 15. Uh, 15 does hit. Uh, Vesper, you come up and just strike it right across the throat, and it begins to fall. Oh, it's dead. It is dead. It had eight hit points left. Oh, it's sweet. Okay, I'm going to uh, attack. I'm going to run through and attack purple as I'm running through. So that's I have 20 feet left. Yeah, but aren't you going to take opportunity attacks from the Sturges? She will. Oh, shoot. I forgot about them. Kick oranges out. Talk about the mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll kick oranges ass. Okay. This is your second attack. Go ahead and make your second attack yeah. on orange. 23. Yep, that hits. Just cut through him. He hadn't been hurt yet, though, so he's fine. I'll stay here. 
Okay. Liberté. Is there enough room between orange and the wall for me to get by? No, there is not. Okay. Um, actually, that... So there's a blob of, of uh, Sturges and a Spectre. And mm -hmm. so if I tried to run through that, I might take seven opportunity attacks. Uh, there are five Sturges and two Spectres. Or, uh, sorry, two Troglodytes. So yes, you would take seven opportunity attacks. And technically... I would make you make a check as well. The only reason I would allow you to even try is because of your boots and your speed. Um, because technically you can't move through an enemy space. What size? Actually, are they? they're tiny, I, aren't I, they? I, I, yeah. Sorry, I, I keep forgetting that the the specter it's not a troglodyte. So yes, technically you would be able to move through like Lunave Vesper. And then, and then the Spectre, but yes, you would get opportunity attacks from all those. My apologies. Okay. Um, Alright. Which, with your boots, I'm pretty sure are all a disadvantage. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I was I was keeping that a secret from everybody until the good moment, but... Oh, my apologies. It's okay. You were looking out for me. <laughs> um, Trying to give you options, man. I know. So... So I'm going to be like, uh, do I have to get him? And then I guess I'll just go. I don't know if I can see him. Otherwise, I can get him. What'd you say? I'm not sure if I can see him. Otherwise, I can get him. I've got healing word, but... I'm going to go for it. Because I'm, I'm a just... human. I don't know. I'm you you, you threw your torch, Alexander. The torch is um, a total of 40 feet of illumination. Okay, and, Jock, cool. and, and Jock has the Drift Globe in his hand with the light spell on. Okay, so I wasn't sure because I was all the way over here, so I was like, I wasn't sure. So that's yeah, cool, from, as long as I can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, e even from where you okay. are, you can see Gothrak. It's just hard through the giant mass of bodies. Like, mm. you can barely see him, but you can see him. Oh, wait, there's not that many bodies. The Spectre is incorporeal. The Sturges are tiny little things, so it's just two. This is Vespa. Get out of the way. I yeah. can't see. And Shock oh, and oh, Vesper. Vesper. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So just just to, to tell everybody what I was going to do, because I if if I forgot about the torch, so Alexander can see him, so he'd be able to healing word him. I was going to I was going to run through They'd have disadvantage because of my boots, and then I had shield spell as a backup plan. Just run well, right through there. Another thing to potentially consider is the uh -huh. troglodytes' turns are coming, and if Gothrak seems to be alive when their turn comes up, that could yeah, spell I feel like he's trouble. Um, but Alexander goes before Gothrak and can. I'm just bringing him up so he can get killed, though. Do we have a res? Can we just do that instead at the end? <laughs> okay. That's well, true. I, I have to. I'm, I'm sorry, my turn is taking long, so long. But no, I have you, to ask another question. you're you're okay, Joe. Go for in it. In terms of in terms of <laughs> in terms of alchemist's fire, is there a way I can throw that and not hit anybody except like the Sturges? That's just and and uh, I guess one. the Spectre. Three of the Sturges are currently attached to the Spectre. 
and then two are uh-huh. kind of floating above Vesper and Jacques' head. So okay. the only way that you would for sure be able to hit none of the living party members and hit Sturges would be to hit the ones on the Spectre. So I could only hit three of them. Correct. Which would and that fire would also would also be on the Spectre as well. Right. I don't think that's good enough. This sucks. Alright, I'm I guess I'm gonna run through. I guess I'm gonna run through. That's that's what I wanted to do and that's what I'm gonna do. So don't I like bold choices, let's do it. Don't kill me. That's my first thirty for it. Let's go. <laughs> so okay. so wait, technically I guess going through the Spectre is Actually, you know what? Difficult. Technically three of the three of those Sturges can't attack you because they are not they are attached to this to the Spectre. I see. My is apologies. the Spectre difficult oh, cool. terrain? Is that what you were gonna say, Taz? It's difficult terrain when it moves things. Oh, I'm, I'm I don't not, know. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not running through them. It's a five foot square. I can run around them. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, that's fine. Okay, so you're only getting opportunity attacks from two troglodytes and two sturges. Okay, that's disadvantage. it. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Troglodyte. Public claw. Eight to hit. Right. Second one. Nine to hit. So as you rush by Liebert, well, technically you're not out of the space of one of them yet. Our, uh, so our, our... I, I, I was just stopping at 30 feet because it was easy okay. to remember. I'll stop at 35. Okay. All right. So that's the two troglodytes. That does use both of their reactions. And then here are the two sturges with disadvantage. 12. My AC is 16. So. Yep. Natural one. All yeah. right. Liberté, Le- you are just a blur of motion as you right in between everybody and head out the other side. Yeah. The flash. So that's 35 feet, 45 feet. I will uh, feed him with my action a regular healing potion. Okay, so go ahead and roll 2d4 plus 2. I made a macro for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gothrak, you come back to consciousness <gasps> at seven hit points. Um, gotta mark that off before I forget. Um, bonus action. I don't think I have anything I want to do. Um, that was forty-five feet, so I got twenty-five. No, fifteen feet left. Uh, right. There. There. No, I don't want to move. Eh, yeah, I do want to move. No, I don't want to move. I'll stop there. Okay. This fairy uh, fire isn't, like, hitting me or something, right? No, it's a one-time poof. So technically the squish can just go away. Okay. The only thing that's up right now is spirit guardians, right? Correct. Wait, what what happened to Jacques' aura? It disappeared. I didn't see it to begin with, so Oh. Um, yeah, I didn't either. Uh sorry, let me let me try Probably that again. Didn't click the box for player C. Okay. No, Fifteen. Put on this again. Advanced. Uh I did not. There we go. That's better. And they've used okay. all of their reactions. Yes, they have. 
You are up, Taz. Oh, thank you for hmm, that reminder. Um, so both troglodytes use their reactions? All of the available enemies in the corridor have used their reaction. Three of the Sturges are attached to the Spectre, which means they cannot take reactions against you if you, if, if you move past them. Um, then I'm thinking of, I guess, being a little bit of bait uh, to see if I can get them away from Gothrak and keep them from going after Liberté. So I'm going to, I guess, move. Technically, to technically, you you would have to come down to Vesper and then go over, because you still can't go through their space. Does that make sense? Okay, so I will do that. Uh... And I'll go to here. And yep, that would be 30. Yep. Right there. Yep. And despite being tempted to go after the ones that are fairy fired, I need to get the ones that are on Gothrak. So I'm going to shoot over top of Gothrak's nearly dead body and hit blue. Oh, wait. Uh, as a note, green green is the only one who's been damaged over there. I'm going to actually, I'm going to use my bonus action and I'm going to cast Hex. Since I used Hexblade's okay. curse before, so I'm going to use Hex on green. And then I will uh, Eldritch Blast. 22 for 20 damage. That more than exceeds what he had left. You just blast him back 10 feet. Yep. And, it and then falls on move. Okay, yeah, and then I was going to use one on blue, because I want to try and tempt them towards me. So I'll go after blue now. Oops, wait, I clicked the wrong one. Uh, this is regular Eldritch Blast, no hex, no curse. 17 for nine. Yep, that hits. And I just, I'm not sure if they can see and I know they can't understand, but I just yell, you know, this way, ugly, this way. And I end my turn. Mm. All right, Alexander, it is it's your fun. turn. So I think I'm going to uh, move up to here. I'm just going to sort of squeeze past Jack and just be like, oh, excuse me a sec, and then I'll attack the orange guy. So, okay, go for it. Uh, advantage. Yeah, that fairy fire. Oh! 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 I'm that nothing is... without my cat. It doesn't matter if he's Ouch. giving me a damage. I'm nothing. <laughs> that, that is that is like me in my game yesterday. Ouch! Oh, this has been a string of bad luck. As soon as I this, I hate this dungeon. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm gonna right, do my that's... other attack. Yeah, that's your first one. Okay, so it's a set. Three and a four. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I'm nothing. Don't look um, at me. Oh. <laughs> Alexander, you've never seen Sturges before, and you're a little scared of what they're doing to the Spectre right now. Just imagine if they're doing that to the Spectre, what they could do to you. And it's That's just putting you on. Yep. I'm trying to poke over his shoulder. I'm like, you're making this really difficult. Um, and so then I'm going to go back here and cry. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, that brings us to Kirax. A healing word, but he's just going to die anyway. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you can if you want. He's gonna die. I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. I was saying you didn't fall. You didn't. You didn't do what I asked. <laughs> I, I would have read. I would have rested him, but he's fine. All right. Uh, okay. Like, I would have brought him off zero, but I wasn't going to do much more than that, because I don't have that many high-level spells right now. Damn it, what is what is Kyrex going to do here? I even gave myself advantage, I'm so mad. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't Kyrex want to clear the way, like... He's gonna give me a motivational speech. Well, I'm, 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 I'm looking over his spells, but none of them really are... Are super good in this situation. Um, Even a cantrip with advantage is still decent. Kirax is going to trace his fingers through the air, doof, 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 hit several points, and then mutter under his breath in Draconic. Um, Vesper, you feel a certain rush of energy, and Kirax has cast haste on you. Ah, uh, hell yeah! Uh, Gothrak, it is your turn. You come to consciousness on the ground. You look up to see two troglodytes still standing over you. Wordlessly, silently, he stands up and goes for blue. Reckless. Oh! So oh, damn. First hit's a natural 20. So that's 21 points yep, of damage that. on the first one. Uh, Blue had exactly 21 hit points left, so you 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 decapitate him with with your first swing. You're the the primal the primal energy that you're feeling is is anger, but there is a certain burning warmth that is emanating in your stomach, and it is slowly beginning to spread over the rest of you. It feels almost like a healing spell from Jacques or Alexander. But this this feels a lot more intense. And you still have your second attack, which would second go to attack, red. 15, or 18, yep. 15 damage. Oh and yeah, that, that definitely hits. Swinging around with Mr. Clobby. Hits. Another R 10 point. Red, um, you almost slice off an arm and just bash him in the shoulder. He's not looking good. He's still alive. 25 points of damage? Jesus. Yep, he's still alive. Uh, the Dragonborn's turns, they are keeping uh, watch out in the hallway. Oh, hold on that a brings second. Brings us to the truck. Right. What's up? Gothrak is going to move. If you move out of its space, it's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, he's gonna move here. Just gonna walk okay. past it and just walk towards the bodies. 
Okay. Uh, it's going to take its attack. Let's see what happens here. 14 to hit. It just misses as Gothrak walks past him. Yeah, it's spitting at you as you walk away. I want it to come for me. Uh, it is going to, too, because you're the one who definitely looks the worst. Okay, as it rushes up... towards me, because I can hear it, Gothrak just closes his eyes and stabs backward with Mr. Cleavy. Yep, go for it. You don't get advantage on this one. Just a regular strike. And double, to hit. double checking. 14 is the armor class. And it just almost runs right onto your weapon. And you just hear its breath slowly expire on your sword. Glaive, but yes. And there's a, what, what did I say? I said sword. Yeah. On your glaive. Um, and, and there's a little bit of mixed feeling knowing that yes you're causing its end but it still was its own choice to do so yeah all right that means we have two troglodytes left uh we are gonna get three attacks on jacques and three on the specter oh is it their turn ready troglodytes yes yep. uh, i think the 3d8 damage so they do and they get a save on that correct Wisdom. It's uh, 15. This one is for orange. Whoops, not at advantage. Uh, eight. Whoa. <laughs> so eight fails. Second one. 15. What's your DC? Uh, 15. Okay, so the second one saves. Uh, how much damage was it? Uh, 11. Radiant. Okay. Orange takes all 11, so he is down to that. The other one is purple, who takes half of that. He takes five. Uh, they are both still up. They are not going to move, so they are just going to take their attacks. So mm -hmm. here are three at Jacques. Uh, 10 to hit. Eight. Seven. Ooh, I don't want to hit you, Jacques. Uh, all right. Troglodyte at the Spectre. 21, of course. Ooh, ouch. Uh, five points of piercing, which okay. is reduced to two. And one point of acid. Is the Spectre still up? Yeah, he's resistant to acid. So, uh, so it's, it's still just, one it's point. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's still one. Okay, how many, how many points does he have left, by the way? Five now. Okay. He has two claw attacks left to get through. 16 to hit. Ouch. I think so that hits. Two. Yep. Two. Here's the D4. Another one. <laughs> He is at <laughs> he is at two points. Let's see if he stays up after this claw. Yes, he does. Yeah, but Sturges are up next. All right. Yep. 
uh, at the start of, of uh, the Sturge's turn. Set to now reason reaction. Okay. Sorry, didn't want to cut you, but. It's okay. Uh, on the orange. Orange as well. <laughs> okay. 23 to hit. Alright, both those will hit. So wait, Lou, you have advantage because it's got fairy fire on it, so if you want to roll again in case you get a crit. Whoa, oh, yeah, fairy sure. fire. I mean, they, they both they both do technically. Oh, wait, Vesper already did. Uh... Don't take away my one thing. <laughs> okay. Jacques, uh, as the troglodyte strikes out at you, um, you are able to block it with your shield, and as a reaction, you just come back and slice it right from right in between, kind of where um, in the middle of its chest and up towards its head, and just slice it open. And the orange one is down. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> he has to attack the <laughs> the uh, I guess uh, the oh fuck what was it? what's your creature called? Yeah, the mirrors. What's it called? Spectre. The inspector. It was just flavor. Do <laughs> um, the flavor right. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Jacques, if. Wait, is that what Sentinel says? That it has to attack a target other than you? Uh, yeah. Oh, then you actually wouldn't be able to have attacked um, the Troglodyte then. Oh, because. Well. The purple one's not in range of you. You've done this to yourself. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was... So uh... He's back up. He's got 12 yeah, points yeah. back. Uh, but Vesper did hit. He's not down, but he is very, very wounded. Dang it. God damn okay. it. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> God dang it, Bobby. <laughs> and here's here's where Lynn Spector goes down. Well, uh... uh... Spirit Guardians. Yep, the Sturges also do, do Spirit Guardians. Yeah, so, go ahead and roll again. Let's try to remember what, what the, how many rolls it was. Oh, man. 12. Okay. Wisdom saves. I'm assuming that we're going to fail all of these. I think Ooh, one did save. Good. Here's the three on the Spectre. Fail... Two natural 20s for the freaking Sturges, man. Whoa. Pass. Yeah. All right. Three of them saved. So that is six damage. You know, Jazz, I'm happy for you that you're rolling so well. But can you <laughs> stop? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so that means this one saved. 14. 12. At the start of the Sturge's turns, the Spectre automatically takes 3d4 plus 3 hit points. He is so gone. the Spectre fades into nothingness. So that means one of the Sturges cannot attack this turn, but the other four still can. So we are going to get two Sturge attacks at Vesper and two at Jacques. Here's the two at Jacques. 17. Uh, that just hits. All right, so you take four points of piercing damage. 
Uh-huh. And I gotta make a con save. Orchestration. Yep. I'm definitely gonna get war, uh, Warcaster next feet. <laughs> oh, but that's uh, so close. Save. Save. Um, you are I'm also within, I'm not live that long. <laughs> you are also within Vesper's aura, so you would also be getting her um, charisma on top of that as well. Oh, okay. Awesome. Ah, oh, Paladins. I love Second Paladins. Second one also hits, uh, so go ahead and roll again. Got that. You take another seven points of piercing. In Jesus' life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, plus uh, no. that's ten. That's ten. That's sales saves, right? What, what's your charisma, Vesper? It's plus four. Yep, that's a ten, so it saves. Yeah! <laughs> Oof. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll the two attacks at Vesper, and then uh, I'm going to run. Um, I, I got to take a phone call real quick, um, right. and then I'll be right back. So keep the game going without you don't worry yeah we'll just there, there's the two i'll be right back hey there it's josh your friendly neighborhood gm the fan favorite part of our shows may be the sweet silence during breaks but we do hope that you find the rest of the episode at the very least tolerable if you're one of the poor, unfortunate souls who happen to enjoy our content, then why not consider backing us on our brand new Patreon? This shiny new platform helps us create more and better content for you, our fans. Each level comes with a variety of rewards that will ingratiate you like a warlock warbling before a patron's power. Head on over to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow for more details. Link in the description included. Now back to the show. Hey, I'm back. Is everybody ready? Yeah, both of those blood drains missed now that I actually have a chance to look at them. So, you're okay, Vesper. Fun now. I know. But, but uh, Jacques, both of those, both of those sturges are attached to you. One is like on your side, and the other is at your neck. Good thing it's your turn. Josh, can I get a gun blade? <laughs> just well, without the blade I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that would require for guns to exist uh, oh, they don't? No? none of you have ever heard of a gun you have oh, no idea shame. what they are yeah that's why I do finger crossbows instead oh that's true finger crossbows <laughs> how, how do you do those you can't do finger guns it's weird well yeah but then what would a crossbow look like? Jumping back into the game, uh, the Sturges have attacked and hit Jacques, have attacked and missed Vesper. That ends all of the current enemy's turns. Jacques, you are up. All right. Uh, Silver hand, longsword to the orange. Go for it. Oh, no. Uh oh. I will use my. Uh, Time the video for uh, Gally Strike to gain a uh, plus 10 to my attack. Okay. 
So that is 11 points of smashing on orange. And this time, Jacques, you do get him. And he is down. <laughs> also. Right, so that's your action. Well, hold on. This, uh, was this something? Oh, I was on top of something, right? Or no? There, there is a Sturge above you. Oh. Um, if I'm over, over here, how many attacks of that opportunity would I get? From where you were, you would get... Well, two of the Sturges are attacked, attached to you, so you would get two attacks from Sturges. Alright. And one from the purple? The troglodyte? Uh, he, he's oh, still he's still within melee. Yep. So I'll, I'll take those two hits. Uh, okay. Let me make those attacks here. I'm surprised uh, you made it this long. Seven misses. Twenty-four does hit. Oh my goodness! And I will make five damage. Five. Go ahead and make another con save. You are still within Vesper's uh, range when this happens, mm -hmm. so good, you do good, still good. get her bonus. Okay. Yep, you're good. And then my I'll use my bonus action to attack again. Purple. Okay. Uh, one handed long sword attack. Twenty-six to hit. Yeah, that hits. Awesome. Let me double check purple. Yep, purple's still standing, but you've definitely taken a chunk out of him. And it's my turn. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Lunave. Um, oh, and by the way, two of these Sturges are on you, Jacques, so they would move with you. Let's see, they are right there. Okay, uh, Lunave is going to come here, and she's going to strike out at both or one of these two remaining Sturges. Oh, no, there's, there's three left. Sorry. Over there. I'm not sure. Pink one should be in here. Uh, okay. So first one at blue. Uh, that misses. Second one also misses. So Lunave is trying to swing at the Sturge in front of you. The Sturge in front of you, Vesper, but it's just too quick for her. Um, that does bring us back to your turn, and as a reminder, you are hasted. Okay. There are still three Sturges in front of me, correct? Correct, and I'm getting rid of your Spectre. Sorry, Taz. No. Uh, I'm going to go ape shit on the Sturges. <laughs> All right. Um, blue looks the most hurt. I will go for blue first. That's a 10. That misses. I will hit again. All right. That's another 10. That's the same thing. <laughs> same damage at all. Same thing. Oh, I will. Okay. I will use my channel divinity. <laughs> you uh, you've. You've already used your reaction, Jacques. That's uh, fine. You, you have the potty of it. The, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't use my yep. reaction. What? Uh, Channel of the video doesn't use my reaction. It doesn't use a reaction? I thought no. it did. 
Oh, wait, hold on, let's check really quick. Uh, the word got spicy. Uh, uh, at six level, hold on, let's still put up there. Oh, yeah, you do use your reaction. Yep, you used it on yourself. Uh, Vesper, you do have the party inspiration, though, if you wanted to use it. Uh, <laughs> or you could save it. Is this that important, though? That's the question. How much do you want to squish a mosquito out of 10? <laughs> not that much. So Okay, then probably okay. not. <laughs> All right, you, you do have your hasted action. Oh, actually, oh, can, yeah. can I strike this and use my reaction? Uh, this is use my reaction, like, got to strike on myself. Okay. That works. Uh, so, yes, Vesper, your second one, thanks to Jacques pointing out, you feel his guiding magic. Just take your blade and slice it right through the wing of the blue sturge, and it falls yeah. to the ground. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I feel very confident. And you get one more, right? You have your haste to detect haste. action still. Two more. Two more. Well, I am feeling pretty confident, but I'll still want to go up against another Sturge. Can I move into their space since they're flying or no? Yes, they, they are tiny. Yeah, I'm going to move up and go after the purple. If I All can. right, go for it. Two attacks. You only get one with your hasted action. 17 for 10. It, 15 does hit. You, you didn't have it... Why did you get advantage? Wasn't he fairy fired? None of the Sturges were. I was going up against purple troglodyte. Oh, the troglodyte. Oh. That's what happens when you have two purples. That <laughs> makes more sense. Yes. Uh, you faint for the troglodyte, or for the, the Sturge Vesper, and that gets the troglodyte out of sorts, and you stab him in the chest. He is barely standing. Oh, that's recovered, Jeff. <laughs> uh, fun times. All right. Is that all, Vesper? Um, I'm going to yell out. Uh, wh where did he go, Gothrak? That way. I'll I'll point south. Which was that way? Like, <laughs> what's he doing? Forget about him. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't say anything else other than that. Way. It is your turn, Liberté. Um. The troglodyte. Yeah, I still have advantage if I'm. Uh, yeah, I he's 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 fire. still fairy fired. Yeah, I'm gonna fire bolt. <sighs> I got a fourteen. That is the armor class, oh, and good. he erupts okay. in flames as he falls to the ground. So on on two d10, I rolled a ten and a nine plus my four, twenty three damage on a cantrip. Um. And then I'm going to move south just to make sure that I don't see any. Let's see, that was 10. That's 20. Okay, I'm going to stay right there. And that's okay. my turn. Liberté, you see four Sturges remaining. You, do you mean Taz? Or Taz, sorry. Okay. Um, huh. So now both of them are on Jacques, and Ves they're just flying around Vesper? Correct. Okay. I'm going to take a step back. And... Well... You do uh, still have Hex up, by the way. Yep. Um, I guess... 
Uh, I'll I'll move the hex over to purple, and then I'll cast I guess one bolt on purple. Fourteen for nine damage. And then Double checking, on the I think that one. is the armor class. Yep, armor class is 14. And it's still flying? Nine damage? Uh, wh Which one were you hitting, sorry? Purple. Uh, yes, purple is still flying. Okay, and one on pink. These mosquitoes have a lot of hit points. Ooh, natural 20. Damn, mosquitoes. That would be 12, I, I, 17 damage. Yeah, you, you just pink. destroy pink. Like, it, it, it just fades into uh, shadow, almost like Voldemort at the end of Harry Potter. Oh, nice. All right, and I'll stay here within Jacques' spell. Okay. Alexander. Okay. I'll move here. And I will attack the storage. Go for that it. Near Vesper's head. So <laughs> let's go. Can we do it? Oh, wait. That's with advantage. We got a dirty 20 on the first one. Well... Thanks for the faith in me, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll do four damage to that one. Okay, it is still flying. Both of its wings uh, are bloody and bruised, and it's kind of like just hovering in space, flying erratically. Look, I'm I'm disappointed in myself too. You don't have to pepper it on there. Uh, I'm gonna I mean, go you, for another. You did roll minimum damage. It's true. Woo, fifteen for eleven damage. It's much more. That that one, you stick it right through the middle, and mm. it falls as well. Okay, that brings us to Kirax. Uh, he's going to move up here. Uh, he is going to firebolt one of them. Should we all be like Jacques and root for a natural one? Ah. <sighs> uh, uh, 10 fire damage to green. It is not down, but it is very hurt. Gothrak. Gothrak just drops to his knees and drops the glaive next to him. That's the end of his turn. Okay. Dragonborn are keeping watch. Uh, Sturgis turns. Uh, Jacques, you take... Seven points of piercing and six points of piercing. And both of the Sturges pop off of you as they have drained their max amount of blood from you. So you take a total of 13 damage and they pop off. And it is now So they auto-hit? Yep. If they are attached, they automatically hit. Ew. 
but the the they can only drain a max of 10 HP. So. Lou, you there? Yep. Uh, I do need you to go ahead and make two concentration checks for me, though. Yep. Uh, and you are outside of Vesper's radius, so you do not have the bonus now. No. Hey, you saved both times, though. Oh, wow, actually, so actually, I take that back. Um, add, add that damage back because Spirit Guardians would have activated at the start of their turn. Oh. God damn it. Oh, that uh, was a 3d8, yeah. right? 3d8. Uh... Yeah, 3d8, and then add 13 hit points back. Okay, green is gone automatically because it didn't ha it didn't have enough hit points left. Orange needs to make a wisdom save. Which it did not, so that takes full damage. Okay. And orange is still on Jacques, then? Uh, no. Uh, orange would have drained the blood, so Jacques, you would have... I'll just say you take the first one. You take seven piercing, so go oh. ahead and take seven off. And then orange popped off, and it's just kind of floating lazily near Jacques. It doesn't look host even hostile anymore. It's just kind of floating there. But it is now your turn, Jacques. All right, then I will slash it. So slash. Go for it. 18 to hit. Yeah, and in its slowed and satiated state full of blood, it is very easy for you to just cut it in half. And as it is cut, it almost explodes in a spurt of blood. And Jacques, you watch as your own gore just rains down on top of you. Oh my god, oh my that's god. the money shot right there. It's beautiful. Oh, oh god. <laughs> no, why don't you that? <laughs> but... That is all of the Sturges and all of the Troglodytes removed. You all are out of combat. Let's all take a long rest here. I'm going to be running down the hall to where I think Othrak is. In the stinky cavern. Unfortunately, yes. No, I meant to Alexander's idea of taking a long rest here. Oh, that too. Uh, Vesper, after a moment, your body does lock up after for a moment as the haste spell ends. But then it comes back to you. Uh, Gothric, what's going on? You just hear him um, chanting something repeatedly in uh, unless any of you know Orcish, a language you don't understand. No, I didn't sit in for those classes. So. Wasn't my elective. Mm. Uh, Josh, what are what? Can we tell what type of skeletons these are at all? Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Two people can do it, or someone can do it with advantage. Well, I have any knowledge of telling one skeleton apart from another skeleton? It's it's <laughs> not that hard to do. <laughs> well, I got a nine, so. We're all the same. You, you you rolled with advantage, so you got a 17. I assume someone was helping you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, that, I mean fair play. That was an accident. I had advantage on from earlier, but... <laughs> it works. Okay. Um, looking over them, Gothrak... Or, I'm sorry, Gothrak. Liberté. 
Um, it seems to be mostly dragonborn or dwarvish, but these bones look old. Very old. Oh. Okay. How bad does it smell in here? Pretty bad. Okay. Like, uh, I, I, if, if you remember, Jacques actually threw up walking into this room on the way in because it was it okay. smelled so bad. I think theoretically I should be the one that could deal with it the best. So, uh, I will also I will also say, uh, Liberté, from your investigation check, uh, moving these corpses around, uh, you find seventy nine gold, one hundred and thirty five silver, two potions, which look very closely to a potion of healing. You're not sure what kind, but they have that sort of liquidish tint to them. Uh, you also find um, a cap that is made of leather and it has kind of two straps that kind of fold down over the ears with a, with a, thing, a single strap that goes under the neck. And it is surprisingly clean compared to how dirty everything else is in this cavern. And you also find a very pretty necklace. Okay. When you say a pretty necklace, what color? <laughs> You're making the DM check his notes. I'm just saying, like, is it ceramic? Is it metal? Does it have gemstones? I am getting to it. Is it plastic? <laughs> It looks to Came be metal chains of silver and gold interwoven, and there are three small gems placed. Uh, one looks to be ruby, one looks to be some sort of uh, teal or turquoise, and the other is black. Okay. All right, I'll divide. What's the description on the other item? I, I just post. I I tracked ah. it. Um, I'll I'll figure that out later. I think we got talking to do. Yeah, and leave it to you. Uh, you've made potions. Can you tell what kind of potions those are? Though? Uh, I mean, I'll look at them. Sure. Yeah, they 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 very much resemble potions of healing, but you're not sure what level potion of healing. I can identify. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. I think we got to concentrate. I think we have to concentrate on uh, what's in this place to make sure we're not going to get attacked again and figure out what the hell is wrong with that guy. Alright. Also, I we were off stream for a second. <laughs> so, um, for the sake of the stream, not that any of you know this, Gothrak repeatedly in Orcish is just, at this point, he's sobbing. I don't know. Darkness is all-encompassing. The darkness is compassing. The darkness is all-encompassing. I don't know what to do. He needs to die. How many more need to die? Must I die? And he just repeats this. Repeatedly. I'm going to wave a hand in front of him, see if he's... aware. His eyes are, his eyes are closed. He doesn't seem... Yeah, he doesn't seem to acknowledge you. But he does look very hurt, Vesper. 
Oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna reach Emotionally out. Emotionally and physically. I'm gonna cast wounds <laughs> on him. Okay. Gothrak, as, as you're sitting there on your knees, uh, just leaning forward and expressing your emotional distress to, to the ether and the universe at large, that warm feeling in your in your stomach seems to double for a short time, and you heal for seven hit points. Yeah, kind of give him too much. Jack, Josh, I'm just bouncing, along. I'm just bouncing around a little bit here. Um, let me know if I ever get to a point where I, where like from what I can see, I feel like I'm leaving this cavern. Because I don't, I don't um, want to leave the cavern. Yeah, they're all you, oh, oh, dead oh. ends. Over the next 10 minutes or so, the party at large kind of exploring this cavern and piling up the troglodytes with the other corpses and kind of taking stock of everything, it seems to be an end to this passage, no matter which way you try to go. I see, okay. And we don't find anything in particular that's the cause of the smell other than the trogs and the bodies. Uh, you you deduce after a few moments that it is the troglodytes themselves and the general filth that they live in that is causing the stench. Oh, time to backtrack. Uh, just gotta get rid of this. And it's it's like evening by now, right? I mean, because we've been exploring. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is. It is probably the equivalent of you would guess six or seven. Can I pull Jacques aside? Sure. Sure. Okay. I don't like, know what Gothrak's doing, but I want to get like far away enough that he can't hear us hypothetically. <laughs> so I guess over here. Hey. <laughs> oh. What's up, Vesper? Um, well, I, I, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, but it's just been kind of hard, because uh, things have been going on. Right. Um, Gothrak has been acting very weird, right? Um, we right now, or before? I mean, always, in general, but especially now. I can't think of... I mean, he's acting strange now, but I'm, I'm assuming that he's in shock. Earlier at the house, he started screaming and he came out crying. Mm. That, um... Uh, I didn't think he could do that. About that, uh, what happened was... Motherfucker. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, what happened was, uh... I don't know if I should say it, but he saw something. He saw someone, something, and I guess he shook him. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Could I ask why? Well, he did threaten to kill me. Oh, so he was bullying you again? Oh, well, he. I guess bullying me, I don't know, but he did try to, he did threaten, but I 
Well, that wasn't the reason. It was more like, uh, I guess it was just more that I was just respecting his uh, his space. Okay. Yeah. But is it information that would could potentially bite us in the rear? From what I saw, oh, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. But I'll definitely say the closer we get to it, like, the more this keeps going, the closer we get to, uh, sorry, memory, this dwarf, uh, I feel like he's gonna. I don't know. I guess it's like his mental stability is like breaking. I'm... I'm worried. True. Um... Like, I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. So I wouldn't know what to do here. But if he does try something, or he does try to harm himself, we'll definitely be there to stop it. <sighs> or help him. I just, I don't know if he wants help. Well, he definitely needs it. True, but... Stubborn and stupid to see that. Well, I rather well. Let's just help him, and then like, if he gets angry, so angry, so not gets angry at us. We'll just, uh, I guess, I guess we'll deal with them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to check. Um. I thought maybe you said something to him that made him cry. You. You're kind of good at that. Uh, I don't think I am. Well, hmm. Hmm, yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. It'll be fine. Well, let's just say I did. I made a, a half or cry. There we go. I mean, that's impressive. Alright, and I guess we'll just start heading back. Uh... Hopefully, no one. Hopefully, everybody didn't leave us behind. No, they're they're still around, separating <laughs> the gold and. All right. Um, is Gothic still praying, or he's muttering? Yeah, he hasn't stopped. I'll walk over to him, and I'll place my hand on his shoulder, and I got there. We have to. We have to go. Uh, he does not respond. I'll try to... Um, walk around him, and then I'll basically like, push him towards us to basically have him look face at me. Gothic! We need to go. Trying to shake him. 
Any response? He opens his eyes. In his eyes, you're, you're, I mean, you're a cleric. You, you can see in his eyes utter fear. Utter soullessness. Pain. Hatred. Confusion. And he just looks at you. If you need to go, go. Not without you. I'm no use to you. Go. Find a place to rest. I can't leave you here. You can. And you will. He just tears straight down his face. I'll, I'll, I'll lean closer and say, I'll whisper to him. You're right, I could leave you here. However, Vespa wouldn't be happy about it. Insight check? Well, no. You know what? No, he wouldn't even... No, never mind. He doesn't care what Vespa thinks. As the way you, as the way you are, I don't know if you, you'll be help. You'll be able to help us in the fight, and you would probably well hold us back. However, Vespa would be too worried to fight, leaving you behind, and I don't need that. Right now. We don't need that right now. So, just walk along with us. Come with us. time. Go ahead and walk ahead. I'll fight you. Alright then. Everyone, um, sorry, but, uh, I know you're all doing something, but Gothic decided to stay. We need to head out. We need to keep moving. He'll follow us. We're not going to go too far. We're not in great shape to fight, and it's coming on towards evening. I'm just not sure if here is the best place to stay, or maybe somewhere else. But we should take the time to identify these items to see if it's any help. Um, yeah, and let's rest just find the and... place to rest. Yeah. I, I think we pretty much cleared most of it from where we came in. So, honestly, there shouldn't be that much... I don't think there'll be any enemies or... Do we want to take a short rest here, then keep moving? I mean, I'm I'm good with that. If by keep moving, you mean find the place to take to a much longer rest than that. Yeah, just so then if something else jumps us, then we're not going to all get eaten. Okay, so I'll ask Liberté for the items. I'll sit and... If you're going to identify all three of them, that's going to take you 40 minutes, right? All four? Yeah. You, I thought yeah. we just said a short rest. You don't need yeah, your spells that's, back? That's an hour. Well, 
I still have one left. That's what I mean. And and I have okay. sixty-four hit points. So I okay. am the tank. I've got one catnap if I have to. <laughs> Depends how bad we want items. And I already I still have hex up, so Okay. That's fine. I guess we just take the hour short rested. Yeah, you guys can rest. Oh wait, no, I, I I just want to clear that up. I can't catnap you twice between long rests, so okay. you know. I didn't think it would ever come up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who who uh, who whoever is taking a rest, um, go like over here on the map, so I, so so I can see who's resting and who's not. Um, <laughs> for argument's sake, oh, it. Is there anything around here that may have uh, something resembling bones or feathers or anything that may summon a cat or a familiar? Because <laughs> I feel kind of useless right now, not going to lie. <laughs> um, you, you've seen some rats while you've been down here, but in terms of the Find Familiar spell, you haven't really seen anything with feathers or anything with scales. Does anyone have a pet goldfish they take everywhere with them? So I, I'm sorry. What did the what did the sturges look like? Like bugs. They're winged. Is it like bat uh, wings or? Yeah, it it was more like bat wings, like like flesh. Oh. God damn it! And ew. The search for cat continues. Oh. All right, so Liberté, you're near me. Vesper, anybody? Or just, okay, so just Shock, Alexander, myself. Okay. So I'll I'll sit down and prepare. Vesper, to... you're not resting. I wanted to check on Falkrak. Are you any of that? Okay. So we do that before we roll, or yeah, you, you you guys can go ahead and start resting, and we she can RP it while while it's going on. Okay, I'm gonna have to turn off the dice. Thing. Let's make it sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um, song of rest as well, so you guys get another D A. Um, I'm really sure of myself, as you can see. Give me a moment. Where is it? Way, way to know that character sheet. I know what I'm doing. Uh, take a d6, which I will roll now. Three. Oh, Three? Okay. Don't forget you add your con mod to that, Valor. Oh, do I? When you're rolling hit dice, you add your con mod. Oh yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, just click on hit dice. So. On, yeah. On, also, you, ro you 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 rolled it. You rolled a d six, not a d eight, by the way. His d six was his song of rust. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it's d six. Yeah, so you would not get the con mod of that. It would just be the. Sorry, I understood. <laughs> no worries. Ooh, 
Yep, go go ahead, Vesper, whenever you're you're ready if you wanted to chat. So uh, I just watch everyone head off to have their short rest. I'm just watching them go by, staying in the same cavern area of Gothrak. Just gonna be like, hey. Doesn't respond. Are you awake? just keeps chanting at this point in Orcish. I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to replicate the sound of like a very loud bird right next to his ear. He opens his eyes and looks at you and as you look into his eyes, you see exactly what I described when Jock looked in. Just a little bit more of the anger. What? As, as you're looking at her, Gothrak, Vesper's eyes, although pupilless, they are that very vibrant yellow gold color. And there's a little bit of a flash across them and they suddenly dull. It is a very noticeable change and it is very sudden. And you kind of cock your head and she almost is opening her mouth as if to speak, but words aren't coming yet. And as you kind of look at her longer and stare, you do notice that words start to form. She will wait for you. Revenge on or will end your suffering. He reaches down towards his glaive and looks at her. And as you look back up into her eyes, they have returned to their normal color. And Vesper, you're suddenly not really standing in the same position that you were a second ago. It's odd, you blacked out for like 30 seconds. Oh, okay, well. Uh, you see Gothrak's hand reaching for the glaive. Whoa, 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 what was that about? Who are you to say uh, that to me? I asked if you will all- Who are you? And he stands up and looks at her. What? I'm, I'm, who I am, what? She looks genuinely confused. Who are you? What are you? 
Well, I could be a friend if you'd let me. Gothrak studies her. In... A mixture between rage and sadness. Tears streaming from his eyes. She... Does she seem... Divine in some way? Does she seem... She... She definitely seemed for that 30 seconds or so to not be herself. Her voice was deeper and more resonating than her voice usually is. You you get the sense that even though Vesper was speaking, she was not the one talking. Gothrak just steps up close to Vesper and looks into her eyes, not even looking at her face focusing on her eyes that changed. Give her back to me. Whatever you are. Just bring her to me. Please. I beg you. And he's not even looking at Vesper. He's looking at the point in her eyes that changed. That, that is the same now. And he's at this point, he's reaching his hands out to the front of her armor. Do not tease me with this. Just, just give her back. You can have me. You can have my life. And he's just shouting this. Vesper, you aren't really sure what he's talking about or who he's talking to, but he seems traumatized in some way. I'll reach up and try to take his hand. I, I can't do that. She's gone. And I can't I can't do anything to bring her back. She's not gone. She's not gone. She's not gone. I can see her. And Gothrak pulls one of his hand axes and presses it into the hand that Vesper's using to grab his hand. And he just, in something massively uncharacteristic of probably any half-orc, lifts and leans his head backwards. Right here. You're touched by something divine. Strike. Let me go to her. And he drops to his knees clasping her hands on either side, pulling the hand axe towards his throat. 
This is wrong. Take, no. Take it. Take my life. Do it now. I am not taking another Kill life. me. No. Please. Kill me. And Gothrax just yelling it at her. Kill me. Please. Whatever hatred you have of me, I know it's in there. Seize it. Cut my head off. Let me have them back. Please. Kill me. Your life is not mine to take. I have berated you. I have made fun of you. I have done everything in my power to make you feel like utter shite. I am asking you to harness that. Send me to them. Please. Please. If you have any care, like you think you do, give me one thing. Please. Do you really think that you're the first one to have been an utter shithead to me? I am asking you for one favor. Your link to the divine must be strong. If you kill me, I can go to them. It's... It's a favor I cannot do. I'm sorry. And I'm... going to try to just tear my hand away. back away. He doesn't stop you. And he just lets out a mournful scream. Not a roar. No anger. Just utter sadness. just have to walk away. I don't know. And the rest of the party still finishing their rest as you leave Gothrak to his sorrowful thoughts. Does she walk up to the rest of us? Is that... Yeah, I can see her now. Okay, so I'm assuming we heard that. Oh yeah. What? Wait, 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 wait! I thought we were only—I thought we were only over here because you needed to figure out who was taking a short rest. 
I mean, you you could be in other parts of the cavern, but it's it's role play. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I was wondering if we all see or hear this, you know. He just said we heard it. Oh, we and, and he and and Gothrak has been screaming multiple times. It's not that hard. So did you kill him? No, of course I didn't kill him. Well, he said he wanted you to kill him. I'm not. You specifically. I mean, if I ever tell you to kill me, I'll expect you to do it. Liberté, if you ever ask me to do that, I will slap you first before I kill you. And that means I won't slap you. So you're still going to kill him? No, I'm not. You, you say you're going to slap him before you kill him. I'm saying that I would do that first, and then, because of that, I'm never going to slap him. Will you slap him with smite? Oh, okay. I am very emotionally confused right now. Do not be laying all this on me right now. <laughs> I'm just saying that, it, you know, if he wanted you to do it, I mean, that's kind of his choice, but... Well, it's my choice not to do it. That's true. That's true. So, uh, Taz, how's it coming with those items? Great question. Um, Taz, over the conversation between Vesper and Gothrak and now Vesper and Liberté, you do identify the two potions as two regular potions of healing. Okay. And let me get back into my magic items here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put this in your journal first, Taz. Whoops, that's all players, not Taz. Uh, it is under jewelry. Interesting. And the last one is under hat. Another one. <laughs> okay. That one's interesting, too. So you can describe that to the rest of the group, and then I'll put them in everybody's journals. All right. So, yeah. Well, so the cap is if you're wearing it, your clothing and shoes can't get dirty or soiled or burned or torn in any way. It protects your clothing. So it's called the Cap of Cleanliness. Isn't there a set of clothes that does that or something? There's a piece of armor that does it. An armor, oh, right. Gleaming, right? I think so. No, there is a... I think there is... Um, armor of Gleaming. This a, armor never gets dirty. Right, but there is a clothing item that's like a black item as well that um, it repairs itself. Uh... In another uh, campaign, the, I have a weapon that does that, so... You know. The uh, the necklace is a necklace of adaptation. So it allows you to breathe oh. in any environment. So you get advantage cool. on Wait. gases and vapors. Um, I believe you can breathe in or not... Uh, you can breathe normally in any environment, so I guess that includes underwater. It does. Ooh. Ooh. Neat. Or in outer space. 
But you can't yeah, breathe what, in outer space. Yeah, well, once, once, you guys get a, once you guys get a spell jammer. <laughs> um, I think I have more items than anybody else. So anybody have any particular... Jacques, you want the necklace? Or Alexander, you want the cap? Oh, you have a hat already. Yeah, I've got a hat. You just can't see it. Uh, sure, I'll take the necklace. I mean, okay. no one else wants it. I'm I'm pretty magic item kitted. Otherwise, but, I would. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I'm not I'm, I'm not much of a, a jewelry kind of person. But but this one's actually good jewelry, not just ornamental. And I don't think, given the conversations that we had in Dunaman, you know, with with Liberté dropping prestidigitation that the cap is probably not something he's interested in at this point, is it? Um, no, I would rather be able to get dirty and stay that way. <laughs> okay. So Vesper? Uh, what? Um, <laughs> I'm good, thanks. So... Should I just put it in the bag of holding for now, and if somebody wants it later? Oh, oh I'll take it. I, I just don't want to wear a skull cap. For the record, <laughs> Vesper still has the dread helm on. I thought we traded that. No, she no, sold no. it. That's she gone. sold it. Yeah, she, she did. did. At Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, she yeah. sold the angry hat. It was a real shame. Mm. I, know, I, didn't right? take it out of your, I didn't take it out of your journals. That's why. I thought we it still was. like it. There you go. It's gone now. So, no. after, so, <laughs> so after identifying that stuff, I'll, I'll stand up. Uh, I'll hand the items to Jacques. Um, uh, I'll give one of the healing potions to Liberté since he just used one, and um, I used my two greater ones. Um, prior so I have no healing potions so I'll keep one just in case in case I need to heal somebody um, and then I'll look at Liberté and Vesper and say are you happy now? What? The specter's gone I've seen the side eye that both of you have been doing the whole time while it's been in existence, it would have disappeared right. by tomorrow morning, and it did save our lives multiple times. I mean, don't pretend you don't understand why I wouldn't like it. I have a little bit of a problem with the lines that you draw, but I, I can understand, but it's a tool. It's not, you know, it's not a preferred method at this point, but it's a tool that helps us and keeps us safe. So you might not like it, but, you know, don't hate it either because it, it did save us and, and took quite a beating that we didn't have to. Well, I'm fine as long as that's someone innocent. No, and it... it does go away. It's not a permanent permanent thing. It it 
it's here for until I sleep, and then away it goes. Uh, I'm not going to stop you from doing it, but it's it's kind of messed up. Yeah, and I mean, like, here until you go to sleep is kind of how slavery works in the first place. Well, doesn't suggestion do the same? You're enslaving somebody for a number of hours? He, he walked away after he said that. Like, he probably <laughs> heard, heard you say that, but that was... He walked away after, you, after he said that. And that's fine. All right, so we have some decisions to make. Um, do we want to just stay here or do we want to go someplace else that's cleaner uh, to try and get, you know, some rest before we press on to, to find the best way into the city? Or Well, that... I mean, that pillar that we found that exploded, I did say before that it was a good place to rest. But unless, we, unless we're planning to move forward, then I guess we'll find one along the way. What are, what are we going to do about, you know, I'm going to like gesture towards Gothrax county corner. I don't know, but seeing how he is right now, he's not going to be able to help us, nor can we help him. Well, I guess I can give it one try, and then if that doesn't work, then we move off a bit. And if he comes, he comes. We can't carry him. We can't, we can't. Sorry, uh, I'm just curious, so what's your plan? Or what's your, I guess, how are you going to approach him? I put one foot in front of the other until I get to him. <laughs> Uh, I, I might like what's your plan to convince him to come up with us. Well, if it's a secret, you know, you have to say it. No, I'll, I'll talk to him. There's not really a plan, it's a conversation. If he's, you know, aware and responsive and, you know, we'll see. Otherwise, you know, if he's going to be in a bad place for a bit, then, you know, we we don't go too far off and, you know, we, we settle in for the night and go from there. I wouldn't want Liberté to enslave him. All right. <laughs> uh, Taz, you make that comment and notice that Liberté and the dwarf are kind of just standing right behind you at this point. <laughs> uh... Taz, I recommend that you make eye contact with Phil. Uh, thanks? No, I me. Mean, he may not be listening to you, so for him to actually listen to you, make sure okay. you make eye contact with him. 
Please don't kill him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Oh, he just walked away. Great. Yep, so I walked down and... Gothrak is sitting or kneeling on the ground? Or is he... At this point, he is on his knees and bent over, arms out, palms up in complete supplication and just chanting a phrase in Orcish repeatedly, which is, I just want to see them again. Yeah, I don't quite understand that. I don't speak Orcish, but I will essentially... <laughs> yep. Um, so I'll sit down in front of him, cross-legged, you know. <sighs> now is not the time to give up. You're closer than you've been in a very long time. After, if you want to, but not now. Get yourself ready. Get yourself up. He's within a day. And I still, I sit beside him. Taz, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. Natural 20. <laughs> for a total of 25. Gothrak sets up. grabs the hand axe from the ground that Vesper left there. Puts it away. Picks up his glaive and stands up. If we do not reach him within a day, give me your word. You'll send me home. You saw the city. You saw it. And then I hold my hand up for him to help me up. He pushes past his hands, grabs the front of his robes, and just lifts him up. Thank you, sir. We're so close. Eyes on the prize. And he looks at Taz and just starts chanting a single word in Orcish. And begins walking towards the head of the tunnel. Just repeatedly saying that word over and over 
and the word is death in Orcish. All right, group, let's find relative safety, finish looking around, and then figure out rest, and then how we approach the city. And he just says the word Deva over and over again. And Gothrak just stands at the head of the tunnel waiting for everyone. Well, it's the best chance we're going to get. Let's go. You all um, gather up your things. Are, are we going to take a long rest somewhere? Or, or what's the plan? Yeah, we're going to try to find a place to, I, I would assume so, take a long rest. Yeah. Okay. You haven't really seen, like, anywhere off the main path that you've been following at, outside of this cave. So you could try to find something, or you could stay here. Uh, let's try to find something. At least, at least to me, it feels like we're still moving forward. We could go back to the uh, plants. <laughs> there were other side passages that we never went down. Yeah. We're going to travel around for like four hours, try to find a place to sleep. We might. Yep. You might have to. It's only six o'clock. Hmm. Or... Gothrax at the back of the pack. You guys do what you're going to do. I thought we were at the front. No, 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 he's just standing there waiting for you guys to move. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Everyone begins to move out. Gothrak, you were out at the head of the cave. Eventually you watch everybody pass by. You start heading out after everybody. Just at the back of the pack they keep hearing yeah. that word repeatedly yeah you guys get about five minutes back into that tunnel that you came down you walked to this for about a half an hour this way so you have a little bit to get back to the main path um when gothric you hear liberté kind of jog up behind you apparently he you just missed him in your account <laughs> liberté your party left without you uh, sorry about that Gothrax just repeating the word over and over again. Alright, so he he ignores me and I just go past him, I guess. <laughs> okay. Alright, eventually, let me move all of you. You guys get back out into the main tunnel. Yep, thanks, Vesper. Um, <laughs> he moved into the right spot. Yep, because I'm, I'm going to move you guys here in a second. All right, so we're in the bottom, kind of bottom middle. Which way y'all want to go? The, the, path, the path to the left is where you just came from, which, which was towards the Troglodyte Cave. And down was where you came from originally. 
Now, Josh, last time we were playing, I drew a map of where we'd gone. Is mm -hmm. is it cheap to do that? Because Liberté might not be able to remember that well, or... It's okay. I'm alright with that. Okay, did... maybe I should repost it so everybody can see where... Yeah, I remember you posting yeah, yeah. that up. I don't see it. It's oh, in we, side we, table. We talk a lot. Oh. I put it in the main table. So the top left green is where we started, and then the green directions are, are the ways we went. So where it says long, that was a long passage. Like he said, a half hour to get to the troglodytes. So I guess we'll just make this turn here then. Yeah, see where it goes. I guess so. It's the the northeast direction. Has, do we, do I see any like footprints at all? I mean, this is a stone cave. Oh, my, fuck it. This way. I'm gonna spend all my time trying to look for like, I don't know, cave snakes, lizards. Maybe a goldfish that was lying around. Unrelated, but good to know. <laughs> you you can certainly try. I will try. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you all begin to head off down this other path. I assume everyone's going, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, are we going stealthily or just regularly at the right now? I think regularly. I think we're kind of safe-ish right now. Okay. You all continue to move out. And this path seems to wind a bit. Uh, almost like a letter S. Back and forth, back and forth. And it eventually does very much straighten out, and it stays very straight on point. Not really much curve in it at all. And over time, Taz in the front, you do start to notice that it starts to narrow more and more and more. And probably about a half an hour or so of walking as this tunnel is just continually getting tighter and tighter and tighter, you're starting to think, oh man, I'm going to hit the end of this soon. This is another dead end. We've gone the wrong way. We've walked all this way for nothing. But at the very last moment, you see a tiny flickering of light in the distance. Ooh. Um, I'll sort of whisper back everyone, I see lights, and I guess proceed with some stealth from this point on. All right. And Josh, I would have, just in case, summoned my sword. Okay. Uh, so whoever I, wants I to... I can use... I was going yes, to... I, I can use invisibility once a day. Um, could I do that and check it out? Sure. Or, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, either that or we all go, I think. Yeah, I mean, we're, 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 planning, we're planning to, like, find a place to rest, so, I mean... Jacques is right, yeah. You'll get it back at when we wake up tomorrow, that's fine. 
Okay. Um, Liberté, you cast your invisibility spell and slowly begin to head out. Uh, as Taz noted, it does get narrower and narrower, but eventually it does. You kind of have to squeeze yourself through sideways, but it does kind of open up slightly. And you find yourself standing what looks to be a giant pile of rubble. And I will move you and only you to a map. You are kind of just above where you just were. Okay, so that's what I what I come upon. It seems to it seems to uh, there seems to be a small path to your left and an opening to your mm-hmm. right. Well, where's the, where, so where's the light coming from? Uh, it's it seems to be in this direction, so it would be over here. That's where the light is coming from. And so the, you said the left is a small opening, and the right is a path. For 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 sake for the ease of this, I'm going to use our directions, not character directions, because that's going to get confusing real fast. To to play your right, you see a small path. That seems to dead end, just looking at it with your dark vision. It seems to dead end after a short distance. And then there seems to be an actual opening to player left. Okay. Um, I'm going to move over and look. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stop looking. Um, I would also say you're you're invisible right now. Remember, yeah, so uh-huh. you, you cannot be seen. Um, and go ahead yeah. and roll a stealth check for me with advantage. Right, I'm staying far enough away from the rocks so that none of the rocks in the pile can be kicked. That is very fair. Because I don't need. I'm saying that because I don't need to hide behind rocks because I'm invisible, so I don't need to do yeah. that. You you also have experience with this from your. Um, time in the streets moving about when you are invisible so yeah you you feel very stealthy 21 you feel, for the yeah you feel like you could you could move out from behind this rubble pile if you wanted to that i could move out from behind it and look yes you you you, you feel confident enough in your abilities that i could move forward to okay okay all right. Uh, give me give me one second here. Okay. Uh, I'm literally going to paste you my flavor text in a whisper, so you <laughs> oh, can tell, so you can tell everybody when you get back. Okay. Understood. Okay. All right. I'll head back, and um, I want to look down that dead end. Just okay. So it, it ends right there, right? Nope. Uh, from or, or, I'm at. No, I'm asking you. Is that a? Is it a cliff? Is it? No, 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 no. It's it, it's 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 um. It seems like one of those um side tunnels. That, so it's that a, another tunnel. 
Yes. But if you go forward like 15 feet, you'll see that it dead ends. I see. So, okay. Yeah. So if you come down here, you'll see what I'm saying. Okay. I'm going just as slowly as I approached back to our group. Okay. After probably 10 harrowing minutes for the rest of the party, Liberté announces his return, even though you still cannot see him. Mm-hmm. Um... I am going to leave my invisibility up for now, as awkward as that is for the group. I, I assumed you would, since you yeah. still have for the hour. Right. Um, come, come back to the group, and probably, I don't know how far my voice would travel in the cave, so I would want to go back around. Uh, it's a straight shot, isn't it? Yep, straight shot. Okay, um, if I, I want to, I just want to do like a test whisper and see if it sounds like it's echoing down the hall. It doesn't seem too bad as long as you keep your voice relatively quiet. Okay, so stage whisper so that everybody can hear me. Um, <clears throat> so this uh, this cavern, uh, this cave ends uh, at the bottom of a massive cavern. Um, we're below the city. We're below the dwarven city. Um, it's it's about a thousand feet above us, um, but the the bottom of a cavern um, ends in a, in a bridge that goes over an expanse that I, it falls pretty far, it seems. Um, and there's like a gate on the other side of the bridge, and there's like six or eight guards and two of those goats on our side of the bridge, and then there's like another 12 guys on the other side of the bridge. A physical gate or a magical gate? A physical gate. Like, if, this is this is like the back door. Uh, it is not the back door. If you guys want to pull up that, that map of the, of the city I sent again. It's the front door. Like it... <laughs> is this bridge made of stone? Like, yeah, you, if you remember when I first described the city to you, you were about 500 feet away from a gatehouse. That was, that was a bridge across a cavern. So if you look on that artwork, there's kind of like a section where there's a little river running across. Yep. That's kind of, this, it's kind of my interpretation of that. It's not that exactly because it's the art. But that is essentially what Liberté was looking at. So Liberté, you're not below the entire city. You're you're kind of at about the mid the mid section. So is there a river or not? Uh, I want to fish. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see any water. Um, you, you, you didn't see water, but but based from your um, perceptions when you were higher up and farther away, you would guess that the bridge that that spans this um, gap, but down very far, there is water. So how, how, so how does this, how does this make sense to me knowing that the dwarf said he'd never been in this tunnel before? Like, what do I think they, how do they normally get to the bridge? From what you saw, Liberté, and I don't know if it would have been very obvious to you from where you were, um, there, there did appear to be a larger opening in front of the bridge itself. 
So it appears that the main path, had you followed it, would have taken you here. But you have found some sort of side passage. I see. So what we what we eventually have to figure out here is whether that's the way we want to go in or if we want to see if one of the other paths lead to an easier way that brings us to where we want. Either way, um, I don't think this is the place we can rest. Do we know that there's no way in besides the bridge? We, well, we don't, we don't know. Shall we ask the dwarf then? Jacques, Jacques, you, Jacques, you look around, and all of you notice that Steve isn't with you. And now that you think about it, he hasn't been since you left the troglodyte cave. God damn it, Steve! What you done now? How long did that the spell ended already? No, Liberté cast cast that spell probably about four hours ago at this point. Oh god, is he still back in the troglodyte cave because nobody told him to come along? Well, he's back in the troglodyte oh. cave, but... Good, good. We don't oh. have to worry about him. Okay. Oh. Maybe, maybe at that point you would realize I cast invisibility without worrying about my concentration. <laughs> Gothrak stops chanting for a second. And starts laughing. Shush. And then goes back to ch quietly chanting. Oh, well. We, we, yes. we were very curious how long it was going to take people to pick up on the fact that he was not on the board with you. Well, <laughs> well we're still in the middle of the cross uh, crossroad here, so he would have to come through us. But we named him. <laughs> we were attached to him. <laughs> And he still had a couple more hours of usefulness. Oh, well. Oh, well. Life goes on. Not for him, but everyone else. So, Liberté, so this is not a good place to stop. Does, does it look like there's traffic that comes through here? Can we see footprints coming through this passage or through? Oh, I guess you didn't have time to look around too much in there. But he didn't. He did say it was narrow, kind of like was narrow to get through. I I doubt. And again, only like few people knew about this route. Oh, that that's actually a good point, Jacques. So, would it have prohibited? I mean, did it narrow to the point where a sort of broad-shouldered dwarf would have trouble coming through here? No. How, how, how many guards did I see, Josh? I, I forgot to actually count them. It's like 18, right? Um, at, at the very front of the gatehouse, you saw four dwarves and two goats. And then on the other side, there was like 12, right? Uh, the other side, there was eight with um, uh, 10 total. So somewhere... So 14. Yeah, 14. But but what you're looking at is the main gatehouse to the city. Right. Yes. So are we going to question the dwarf again, or this time are we killing? Well, 
What do you What do you mean? What? I just told you that he's dead. What? Oh, guys. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> well, Vesper has an excuse. She had no internet. Yeah, cat's been gone for like ten minutes. Oh, you missed that. To get back. Yeah, I missed that. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, when everybody, when everybody left the cave, Liberté stayed behind and killed the dwarf, and then caught up to everyone, and then cast invisibility and went down the hallway, and nobody realized the dwarf wasn't there, and nobody realized that Liberté didn't care about his concentration anymore. Oh. Eh. Did he tell us that he killed the dwarf? Now he did. I, I, well, no, I don't think he actually said it. I think he said we don't need to worry about him anymore. He's not going it, it anywhere, was, and we can't talk to him. It, it, it was implied. It was implied. Yeah. It was heavily implied. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a short term here last, okay? I wasn't here. What? Excuse me? <laughs> Let's play. Uh, take my character too seriously here. Uh, so I think... I think we need to go back to the uh, room with the, with the rocks and the glowiness that collapsed and probably rest there. Agreed. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, unless we think somebody's going to go through there, but I, I mean, the same could be true for anywhere else we visit. Right. So were there any other passages in a different direction? Because obviously this is a side passage to the main gate. Is there a possibility of a side passage to a different gate? Um, so over there, the, it looked like like the open area that people would use to get into the city, and then there was like this offshoot, like fifteen feet down, that ended in a dead end, which I think would probably be the worst possible place we could rest, right near the gate in a dead end. Sorry, I I misstated that. Then uh, is there? Oh, okay. Oh, no, I get it now. I'm looking at your map. Um, yeah, th I don't think there's any way for us to get the enter from any other direction. So we can either go back to the previous offshoot and see what's down that one, or go all the way back down to that 90 degree angle, which is where the portal was. Or fake portal, whatever. I don't think it was a portal. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm happy to test another tunnel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to test another tunnel as well. Uh, yeah, I guess we have some time before it's we need to rest. So, yeah, let's just eliminate some possibilities. And, you know, if that's the way we have to go, then we have to figure out the best way to figure that out. All right, then. So I, since I'm invisible, I guess I'd like to be in the front at this point. Yep. How long does that last? An hour? An hour, and I've probably already used at least 15 minutes of it. All right, then. So, Josh, we want to go all the way back. Oh. Yeah, you, you guys can can go on the map wherever you want. You're, you're you're on the tunnel map, so you can explore to your heart's content. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Liberté is like running to get in front of Vesper. No, 
my spot. <laughs> He's invisible, so you don't know where he is. I will try I go my by, best. If I go by, I tap her on the other shoulder. Galtrak is walking behind Vesper. He starts, instead of chanting, and starts singing a song in Orcish. You know those those child lullabies that are absolutely fucking terrifying if you listen to the words of them? That's that's the type of like cadence that's in his voice. Just some sort of lullaby. Just echoing off the cave walls. He's not yelling at her or anything, just gently singing it as he walks behind her. I'm I'm stealthing at this point, Josh. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. Or walking as silently as possible, which I guess is what I should say. Oops, <laughs> that was a whisper by accident, 21. Okay, go ahead and roll again, because you have advantage. But oh, yeah. mu- probably won't be better. 21. The exact same! <laughs> okay, you you feel like you're fairly quiet, Libertine. Okay. Wait, I think we're going the wrong way. Uh, no, keep coming towards I, me. Up, I, up. I, I was going the wrong way. This is where we started. What do you know, Jacques? You're going the wrong. Jacques, stand still. Stand still, Jacques. Nine. I'm gonna move you to the rest of the group. I'll say, I'm so sorry, my blind human friends. Where's Alexander? He's coming. I'm making my way through the secret tunnel. He's making Make his way downtown. Way. Walking fast. I'm walking at a medium pace, thank you. Secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Secret tunnel. Last episode. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Oh, that's such a good song. It's not. Did you go east? Did you go east or south? Yo, you stole my torch. The the pile of rubble that was the arch is here. Here, I'll save. I'll save the updated picture. Or share the updated picture. Ah, no, I lost my torch. You have two torches. Why do you have two torches? I have attached it to my character to make life easy. So I have dark vision, but not really. No, I mean, like, you have two torches. There's another one right here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that one came from. I didn't do it. Okay, so Vesper and I are at the two... I am a torch. Unexplored tunnels? You're at the entrance. This is the entrance. North is where we came from. No, he's talking about Taz and Vesper. They're, they're over here. Oh, my screen froze, so I can't see what's going on. Yeah, you're back at the entrance, uh, Joe. Yeah, hold on, I'm refreshing. My roll 20 apparently froze, and I never noticed. Okay. Um, Did you want to go with them, Liberté, or did you want to go back towards the airport? No, I want to go with them, but... Okay. Yeah, so um, you guys notice Gothrak break off and his chanting and singing gets slowly softer as you walk. Uh, you head up this other path. Which way uh, did we go? Ooh. North or south? Mm-hmm. 
Um, you're going to the right, Taz? Uh, yeah, I assume so. That's the first point okay, we're going to check that's out. North half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, um, Taz, you're taking the lead. You can you walk and walk and walk. Seems to start to curve. You're not really sure where it's going, but everyone else seems to be behind you. More. Well, ah, it loops one. around. Okay. It loops around. Okay. You don't have so, to go anywhere. Right. So, so the uh, fake portal is where we rest because uh, then if we get somebody comes upon us, we can either go back the way we came in or back to the bridge entrance. So we've at least got a direction we can go. Yep. I did say we'll, I did say that it would be a good place to sleep. You did. You were very prescient. I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> there we are. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Figured I'd speed it up a little bit. You guys all Ooh. do eventually find Gothrak sitting and singing his tune. Um, is the arch still collapsed? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so while we were walking, I was pondering, and the dwarf said that the nobles use this path. So why would the nobles use this path when they could easily enter the main gate? What? what do I don't do know. Maybe we should ask Steve. Well, he wouldn't know because he doesn't know anything about the, the cave because he said he's never been in there and he saw one or two nobles go into it secretly once. And that's everything he knew about it. So he didn't know anything else. Yeah, Taz, I think he's just being snarky for no reason. Leave him alone. It was his, it was his pet. He got to kill him. Oh. The soul was his. He took it. That's the end of it. Maybe to say maybe there was this, uh, this was a meetup spot. They came here for their orgies. Yeah. There couldn't be any other reason ever. Once again, we find a riddle, but we can't find an answer. We try kicking the walls. Well, the only thing I can the only thing I can think of is that uh, that dead end I found. Well, I mean, maybe there's a secret in there. Of course, none of us looked for a secret door or a secret tunnel. I, I at that point I was. Real worried about alerting them that we were in there, considering how tired we all were. Okay, then let's get some rest, eat some rations, and then figure out a plan in the morning. Sure. 
Josh, can I can I tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> he, so right after I said uh, about that other path, um, <laughs> Josh Josh DM'd me and said that I would realize that that was the only that was the only path other than other than what we'd explored. <laughs> Motherfucker! Like right at right after, or he sent it before I said it, but before I saw it. Yeah, so you guys have explored every inch of this actual cave, and with Liberté, with his map, I'm giving I'm giving you credit for drawing the map, um, you realize that there are only two ways out of this cave system. Out the original door you came in when you got hurt by the rune, and the one that Liberté went to invisibly, which apparently leads to the main gate. Those are the only two ways out of this cave. So his point about the nobles coming down here, there's something off about it. It's you guys. You guys have very much figured that out at this point. So it was an orgy then. Ah, oh. yeah. Again, only thing it possibly could have been. It's the only reason for the secret tunnel. The, I mean, oh my god! Rich and famous. The secret tunnel. The two lovers come to meet each other. Oh my god! Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at. But yeah. Okay. So you all take a long rest. Everyone, go ahead and mark off a ration. Did we die? Um. Do pe do people want to take watches during this rest? Yes. Should. Yeah, and we'll rotate with the Dragonborn. Okay. You have enough people. It's fine. You're all good. Sleep comes fairly easily after the numerous fights and emotional scarring that has happened during the day. You all wake bright and early the next morning. I would like everybody to make a perception check. Do we I'm see if we level up? Level up? Yeah, are we, are we doing a perception check to see if we level oh, up? 24. Two. Jacques, did we level up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did mine to GM, so mine, was, uh, mine was a dirty 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, that was... That was also to GM. Uh... Right. <laughs> It's okay. Three of you rolled well enough. Uh, and Jacques must especially with his 24. Because he didn't say he was Why'd you say that? <laughs> Roll it again. Um, <laughs> does it doesn't work if he does it after the fact. Exactly. <laughs> um, as you all are getting ready and gathering up your things the next morning, so if you haven't already, go ahead and reset yourselves to a long rest. And if you used hit dice, you gain half of your total back, rounded up. So if you used more than half, you don't have all of them back yet, but you will have a majority. Um, as you all are just kind of lightly chatting and getting ready to kind of figure out what your next steps are, Jacques, you hear footsteps and talking coming your way. People coming, guys. There's people coming. I suggest we hide. Or... Gothrak hit right here and tries to hide. Which direction? North or uh, or towards the from the city? 
It seems to be coming this from from this direction. What's this direction? Yeah, you didn't tap on oh, it. There, there we go. go. Oh, up there. Can I tell how many people? Is it, is it a bunch of noise? Is it a bunch of footsteps or it's one? Uh, with the twenty-four, you see, it sounds like two distinct voices. Two people. Sounds like Jacques, a... you're out in the open. Uh, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill the. Yeah, I'll be over behind the rocks. I'll kill the light. Everybody down in the tunnel. Yep. Everybody's. Everybody's. Yeah. Everybody's hunkered down and hiding. And really right here. I, I I just moved them. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> how how tall are these rocks over here? Um, they're not like floor to ceiling. Is it taller than me, or am I taller than? About chest height. Just like, oh, I I guess I still hide behind it. Uh, are are those both bard spells, Alexander? Yeah, they, they are. Okay, yeah, we're um, we're doing the UA rules as a reminder. So for you, you can swap out one spell per long rest, but it has to be like level. So you can only swap out a third level for a third level. And it can't be my wizard ones. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I, it was more announcing it as as opposed to like just so you know. But I yeah, I sure, so. I couldn't remember offhand if if that was a bard spell or not. That's fine. Uh, I will take yeah. it. Okay. Um, as quickly as the voices seem to peer Jacques, they slowly start to get quieter. Do I hear what they're saying? Um, what was your perception check? 22. Ooh, 22. Um, I would say you, you do get a, a majority of the conversation. It appears to be something along the lines of, the attacks have continued. I really hope they put a stop to this soon. Both the queen and the king are very worried. Uh, question, uh, the, you said the first steps are getting quieter. Are, is it like they're getting further away or as in like they're being cautious and they're trying to slowly make their way towards us? Quieter as in further away. Gothrak stealth after them. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check. If everybody wants to do it, everyone go ahead and make stealth checks. Are we going after them or no, just in general? I was gonna I was gonna say Liberté, do you wanna go with him? And then we'll follow much further behind with the noisy ones. Okay. Yeah, I'll hurry up after him. Uh, if I can find my... 22 for stealth. I got a 14. Okay. What, um... I, I, I couldn't see which way you were pinging. Which way did they come from and which... I will go to... Oh, no. I got a 9. Um, yeah. you... Yeah, you, you all you all rested down here. And the, the, the footsteps were coming in this direction. Came from that direction, excuse me. Okay, so we don't know if they were going from northwest to northeast or from northeast to northwest. Right. If it, if if they were in the the left half of this cave, essentially, they could have been going top to bottom or bottom to top. 
you're not sure. Gothric gets up here. Which way do the voices sound like they're coming from? Uh, both both of you make another perception check. So the, to the right of us was supposed to be the loop-de-doop, and that's why this is important, because it might not actually be just a loop if... 30, 20. 15. Okay, you both hear the voices very faintly in this direction. All right, so they came down the the one tunnel and went out the exit. And Gothrak, with your perception, as you are very keenly hearing the this dwarven conversation continue, you hear them in this direction. Oh shit! Sneaking. You 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 move down the tunnel, Gothrak. You yeah. still hear them about the same uh, volume. You don't see them. Are they getting any louder? Well, as a reminder, if you're stealthing, you can only move half speed. So, okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no. But with you stealthing and them moving full movement speed technically every round, you're basically the same distance. You, you're, you, Gothrak, gain a little bit with your extra movement, but there was a pretty big gap. So it is very it is getting slightly closer, but not enough to really make a difference. This is probably going to sound weird. Do they sound like soldiers? Do their inflections or anything betray them as military? Mm, make an insight with advantage. Twelve. Um, if you had to guess, you would say they are not. And based on what the dwarf told you yesterday, this doesn't sound like a path that soldiers take. In Dwarvish, Gothrak is going to call out crying for help. And just in, in Dwarvish, start sobbing and crying for help. Okay, make a performance check. With advantage? No. I'm, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Thirteen? It's not horrible. Okay. Um, the noises stop. Or, I'm sorry, the footsteps stop. And start to get closer. Looks at Liberté and smiles. Which direction are they coming from? This way? Yep. Gothrak points to Liberté behind the rock. to For Liberté to move behind the rock. Okay. Gonna hug this wall here. Is there space where he could be in here and they'd have to around the corner? Uh, hold on. Uh, give me a sec. I need to find two dwarf minis um, or tokens that I wasn't uh, that I wasn't planning to use. Uh, give me a second. You've oh, done this yourself. And uh, if for the podcast, uh, Jacques can stay behind with the in the dark. Just want to attract any attention. Okay. Yeah. 
I didn't go for the same reason because I <laughs> there the the individuals you're about to see don't look like the two people that I have tokens for. So no. <laughs> they were just the first two dwarf ones I found. So I'm using prestidigitation to sort of flash to Vesper because I'm not sure if she can see me or not, just to let her know where I'm at, which is well far behind Gothrak and, and Liberté. Okay. The footsteps are getting pretty close. What was the question you asked a second ago, Gothrak? I pointed Liberté behind this rock. Can I fit myself in here to where they have to be like somewhere around here before they're going to see me? So they'll be within 10 feet of me? Uh, I'm going to say I would say you could stand on top of that rock. All right. And I'll just, yeah, I'll crouch. I'm going to tell uh, G Gothric, if, if you go back on the cave, I can turn invisible and they'll run by me and then I can stop them from getting away once the fighting starts. Uh, Gothric moves quickly this way. Okay. Okay, that is that that is back. Yep, yeah, that is back towards the plant room. Um, go ahead and make another stealth check, Gothrak. Right. <laughs> Don't fuck me. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Yep, not high enough. Um, are you going? How far back are you? Like, Gothrak, are are you going back far enough so you're not seen? I, having known dwarves, does Gothrak know how far they could see him? Could he be like, within like, range? Are you talking about you? Yeah, there's there's nothing really for yeah there's nothing really for you to hide behind like right there at that edge. You would have to go probably about 30, 40 feet back until it curves a little bit to actually like get physically out of sight of that opening. The performance was from over here. So he's going to wait 20 feet back down the tunnel and try to press himself up against the wall and okay. just be ready to move on him. Okay. Liberté, are you casting invisibility on yourself? Um, once I hear that the, the footsteps are close. Okay. Yeah, maybe, I want to make sure they're not stopping and turning around. Yeah, you... You you feel like they're they're getting pretty close. Okay, then yeah. Okay, Gothra or I'm sorry, Liberté turns invisible, and Liberté, you see a pair of dwarves kind of appear around this corner. They look around. Um, with your dark vision, Liberté, you can tell that these dwarves look to be fairly well dressed. Um, the male's beard is very well groomed. It's got kind of like inlays kind of throughout it. It's very well braided. Um, the female's hair is put up in a nice bun. They kind of look around. I don't see anything. They've just stopped? Yeah, and then they slowly okay. start moving back this way. And Gothrek cries again. Help me in Dwarvish. 
and gets ready to fucking just run at them. Okay. What were you going to say, Liberté? Um, well, if he beat me to it, I was... I, I don't know how to speak Dwarvish, but he's just yelling help, so I was going to use Minor Illusion to have a voice say whatever he's saying back where the rest of the party is. Okay. Um, they eventually do... But, but, but I'm not going to do that because I'm invisible, and that would make me lose it, and he spoke first. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do come here, whoops, here, and continue to move. That way? Mm-hmm. Gothrak is going to walk out behind them and in Dwarvish say, I stab the guy next to me. <laughs> okay. Surprise, okay. Uh, we're gonna... We're going to end it here and start with combat next session again.